listening to uh, the 11th Hour, a ranted podcast. Um, I am Sam Melancon of Debacle Records. And I am Brad Rose from Foxy <laughs> Digital. <laughs> and each week, we pick a uh, ranted song or a ranted adjacent song and uh, listen to it and talk about all our complicated feelings about said song and band. And this week was my pick. And I picked Antennas off of Ranted 2000. You're selling sexism. You're selling racism. You're selling anything you get your fucking hands on. And understand them. You got a planet. Presentation advertisers who demand it. Where you find Your antennas are pointed in the right direction. You make a deal in any situation. So in there. Evacuation, California in the fucking ocean. they talk to you? So, uh, we've talked a quite a bit, a lot about Rancid 2000. Antennas comes right from the meat, right, right from the insane middle part of yeah. Antennas, of just the run of, of crazy, crazy little um, one minute, sub one minute angry tracks in the middle of antennas or in the middle of this album um more and more i just feel like we we keep coming to different parts of this album right like we've kind of chopped through different chunks we haven't hit the like more other than let me go we haven't hit some of the more like slowed down fun songs you know like like um like radio havana radio havana is the one that kind of jumps out of mind they kind of break the the speed barrier for most of this album and then there's like a couple moments where they take a moment to breathe uh but uh overall whenever we hit one of these songs i'm kind of like this album more than any it's really hard to describe the magic of it by just kind of slicing out a song and saying like let's it's like dissecting a joke or something like it doesn't i don't know how much it totally works outside the context of the run you know what i mean like again these like rancid always kind of fits as like Oh, these three songs kind of work together. Like that's always been a thing. We talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an album that more exemplifies that than this one, of course, because they're these tiny like half song ideas that are almost all like intros and outros to each other. Right. You know, like that that are like not full A B A B A B C A B or whatever. You know, like like right, pop right, right. songs. You know, they're like these little linear tracks. Um, so it is. It is a kind of a hard thing to digest and uh, uh i don't know just like look the you know putting a magnifying glass i think in a weird way kind of does a disservice to it but i mean that's what we're doing so <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> the plus. but i think I, I think our format works slightly less uh, well so like on these kind of things on these tracks i guess is what i'm saying you know like as much as we can gush about it and say like oh this is really fun funny track i think some of these tracks like uh rattlesnake and this and poison and some of these ones we have a hard time because there's not a lot here it's more the vibe that is created by put stringing eight of these songs together right uh but this one that that being said i think out of all like this one i think a little more than the others because it has the change up, I was about exactly. to say. Exactly, it's because cut, it changes speed, right? It's like and, the, yeah. like you were, you know, you were talking. We were you were talking about how we haven't really done any of the slower. Song. Like this is kind of like this like microcosm of the whole thing in a minute, mm-hmm. 
it's like 100 miles an hour let's slow down and take a breath 100 miles an hour let's slow and then let's end on a like just i'm we're tearing the everything down <laughs> like we're yeah. just ripping it apart <laughs> screaming yeah, yeah. about let california fall into the fucking, the ocean, fucking ocean which is <laughs> like it's one of if to me it's like maybe the most memorable line on the entire album like yeah it's because it's so i mean part of it is because it's so legible <laughs> right and it's like four times in a row screaming at the end of the song yeah, so it's yeah, the thing yeah. you remember but it's also i mean you, these guys who you very much associated with like california punk rock like i mean they're very you associate them with and this california. is sort of the beginning of the la period and, and yeah and this song is about to me in a way it's very much about like la is fucked and hollywood is this fucked up like cesspool snake pit right yeah and and yet they're becoming like more part of it after after this especially like you know um but yeah having tim armstrong who i think of is this sort of like california punk rock legend or whatever screaming let california fall into the fucking ocean it's kind of great i mean it's not kind of great it's really great like i you know it's it's pretty great and i think also like I don't know exactly what the i'm trying to get the words around like the the sort of strummed like stopping a song to do that kind of strumming out like right where over the lyrics where it's like um i don't know like there's is it like troubadour like there's kind of like a, a old is. old school like guy with a lyre like you know kind of like yeah like, like he's telling a little parable when he slows down and like strums out individual words on chords you know like in this very simple mm-hmm. way you know what i mean like it he, very he, it very much reminds it reminds me of i don't know if you ever if you watched like the witcher show on netflix but yeah. like that guy like yes. doing his, it's like that kind of thing that, yeah okay so it, yeah, that is what yeah it kind of has that sort it of does. vibe it's got well, that kind of um yeah, I don't know, like a minstrel and Yeah, you know, that's I mean, a good uh, word, I think, in a way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, like middle, yeah, uh, like, yeah, I don't know exactly what about it does it, but it, because it kind of has this, uh, yeah, like, like it's a it's more of a story he's telling than a than a actual song it's like he, but then it's, it shifts into this punk rock song out of nowhere you well know and, I mean? and it's got you know and it's got the tim like let me lean into the mic and tell you a story yeah, yeah. and it's, it's got it's like the tim as a bard like <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and i i love that mode That's of tim it. because like when i think about you know when we did telegraph avenue and i was talking about how uh, some of the live mm. videos he takes off his hat and like kind of holds it to his chest on the and it's it's like it's so it's the musical earnest. theater thing it it's is. like it it's is. like the yes. it's the planned earnestness of yes. musical theater you know and it's like and he's oh god it's totally telegraph avenue and it's totally ggf we just did ggf yeah. right like it's it is this sort of like half again hit your marks play your you know be your you know actor in a scene and half kind of really sweet you know it's like really sincere i think sincere, yeah yeah obviously this song is a little i mean it's not i don't think it's like got that sort of emotional the way like ggf or right exactly or even telegraph avenue i think to yeah honestly um but but it's still the same vibe yeah, totally. And so it, it kind of has that fun thing. And then it bursts into, and it, I guess we, 
it's not like that's the defining thing when you start the song and the starting it comes out of nowhere with what a lot of these songs do which is just like it's just immediately full speed and it's saying you're selling sexism you're selling racism you're selling anything you get your fucking hands on mm-hmm. and it's in that real like they're in that kind of like they're doing that kind of pedal um you know rockabilly thing where they're kind of on mm-hmm. the groove you know and then they break for him to do the little like bard thing and then they get back into it and the rhythms of the words of the song are so stuck it's the rhythms of the way he sings mm-hmm. it and with no the way he says no it's like you it takes me like every time i hear the song i have to be like oh that's no he's saying with no evacuation right uh, so with no evacuation because he got this really weird no evacuation the california fall in the fucking ocean and like like the way he sings high profile Hollywood scumbag, it's like mm. all of the rhythms of this song are so like embedded in my brain. You know what I mean? Like Same. I it's so great. Like it's a done deal. Like the way he says all these songs, deal makers making it all happen. Like it's it's what? so it's like he found another this is another one of the songs that fits exactly Tim Cadence, you know what I mean? Yep. Like 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 sometimes he does a song that's in Tim Cadence and then like three of the words you're like oof you couldn't find the right words to be in tim cadence you know what i mean right. like you can't like you like you you really garbled that one but, this but like one, this this one is oh. like he he it's perfectly made for his cadence right like and so uh, it's such a good rolls off it's fun it's it's under in under a minute it's nihilistic in a angry way yeah uh, it, in, in a great like kind of self-reflexive way like he's in la now he's living in la he he's seeing all this happen like he's right been part of multi-million deals you know what i mean like he's he's got money now like like there's a little bit of like fuck all this man like why money is just you know like this is post money tim you know what i mean like right it's I'm like not fuck all this fa- let's burn it all down let california yeah, exactly. fall in the fucking ocean like that's where his house is you know yeah, what i mean, I mean like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yeah no I, I think that's a there is a very like nihilistic streak to this song especially when you consider it from that angle of th- they're kind of part of this now what they're talking about like I, and i think it's you know i mean not that anything in here is um like some revelation like oh my god that's how hollywood works kind of thing <laughs> I, I mean but at the same time i'm what it probably hits different when you're in the middle of it, right? I mean, it's like we all know that it's fucked up and it's, but we I've never been in those rooms, especially and, like late '90s, early 2000s. You know, like yeah, it, it's a little different. You know what I mean? And it's still like a little bit more of a monoculture. You know what I mean? And it's kind of last gasp of monoculture Disney, you know, mm-hmm. um, channel sort of like youth culture and and you know. So, like, I could see it being even worse and, you know, sort of the end of the 90s where everybody was just like, this was the rise of reality TV. This is, you know, pretty bad period for culture, you know what I mean, in general, um, 98 to 2001, right? This pretty fucked up part of the world where it's like everybody's kind of fat and happy and right. <laughs> and culture takes a real nosedive and pre-9-11, there's no war, there's no... You know, and pretty fucked up things are happening kind of left and right. And it's this rise of, you know, kind of religious right and all these things in. Um, and it's, you know, the beginning of corporate feudalism is kind of the seeds yep. are being planted here. And, and 
you know, all that's true, but none of that's really here. He's just saying the one, the one knock I will put on all of these things for these guys is like, I liked him when his politics are implied a little bit more because he's just saying like, you're selling sexism, you're selling racism, you're selling anything you get your fucking hands on. Uh, that's kind of 14 year olds version right. of like, absolutely. <laughs> it gets a little better when he says you selling a, an understanding, you got a plan in it presentation and right. to advertisers who demand it. Like there's a little bit of like, Oh, there's the cog in the machine element of like, you make a deal, you're the media, you don't care. You just need to make the deal to the advertisers and you create, which creates this outcome of selling sexism and racism. And it's like, it's really hard to drive that against like slut shaming Brody and you <laughs> right, know, right. just like all this stuff that's like I'm sure fucking skinhead Rob is a real progressive <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like 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 no, uh, I, yeah. I mean that's always you know like I mean this is the thing we talk about all the time with like feeling a little wary sometimes of the some of their maybe political inclinations where it's a lot of time, you know, they say a lot of the right things and then it's sometimes, but it, which was not a nineties thing right, too. Well, it's, it's so not, easy to be like anti-racist, but it's like, well, it's not backed up by a lot of actions. Exactly. And, and it's, it, there's no nuance there. The problem was like right. a lot of the nineties sort of simple left is like not leftism, but liberalism was these sort of platitudes of simplest, simplistic anti-isms yes. And then the second you're like, yeah, but there's all these kind of things where you can still be shitty to people and there's microaggressions and there's all these sorts of like ways that you could be better and anti-racist. And then it's like, whoa, why are you yeah. so extreme? Why yeah. Why, why are you, you going after your allies? Why are you going after me? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like that sort of stuff has not taken hold at this point for these guys. And I, I would be interested in what the reaction to that is in general. And then, um, yeah, it's like I'm 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 happy he's like, you know, I'm sure some people were pretty activated by the song, you know, in a good way. Like like I'm sure some kid heard this and was like, Oh yeah, fuck fuck the media and they are selling a sexism or racism for advertising dollars and it's like cool, good, you know, but like he doesn't get that many points for saying the the words. But the 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 kind right. of like Jello Biafra esque, you know, let California fall in the fucking ocean. He gets a lot of points back for that part. You know what right. I mean? Like, in the with no evacuation, let California fall oh, in the right. ocean. That <laughs> right. part, and so with no evacuation, and like that sort of sweeping arm movement of the like, you know, you kind of see him like spread his arms with no evacuation. Like, fuck out, like, like. He does get a lot of points back in my book. Like the the beginning is like, sure. oh, all right, there's some fourteen year olds poetry here a little bit, but like, yeah, it's like, oh shit, okay, uh, yeah. Situation, so in there, evacuation. Let California fall into the fucking ocean. 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 And the sort of funny whiplash in the song going back and forth between, again, I love your bard, bard Tim moment. And then just the, the like, just, just, you know, like, uh, right. great prime rancid 2000, uh, rockabilly, you know, just, just kind of D-beat rockabilly that they're doing, right. on this, right, right, whatever, right. whatever they do on this album, uh, it makes it just kind of a classic and it i believe this was actually maybe the first song i heard from this album i think that's right i think that hmm. this was like on a tape 
that like you could get at like warped horror or something you know that was like hellcat preview or oh, something wow. and it was like two songs from this a song from the distillers album or something like it was like right almost like a micro given the boot or something and i feel like this was the song that they were leading this album with. i could see i mean i mean i could see that like yeah um, it's one of the first for sure because i remember being like oh this is a lot you know like this you know if you come off of life won't wait you know you're we're in like three years of purgatory and then it's that song like that's a pretty you're, big sw- <laughs> right and that's a pretty big like ooh. yeah that's yeah uh, and it's like you know a minute and a half long i think it's more like the official track was let me go and then the preview like tape again like like the hellcat preview tape had this on it too so it was like we were gonna get let me go as the more official single but then we also kind of got slipped this track and it was like all right okay this is interesting let's see where this goes you know it kind of had that vibe right um i'm really curious i'm looking at i'm now i'm like looking through discogs to see if i can find this but there's it's hard all those god all those big labels you know like the epitaph stuff there's so many variations and stuff like it's it's, it's you can't just like flip through things you know but there are these yeah. old Hellcat tapes. There's two or three of them that I really used to treasure and I don't have anymore that I wish I had that were kind of like micro given the boots, you know, that like were like little yeah. previews and like they were only on tape, which was kind of like wild to think about back then. That is really, that is interesting. And uh, huh. I dug them. I love them. Um, so yeah i don't know not not a lot to say i don't know if you have other stuff here but like no not 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 so much i mean i think it's it's a killer track and it's i, I think every yeah it's it's got that absurdity mixed with that um the light of of 2000 you know what i mean like mm-hmm. taken on its face value it might be like one of the goofier songs but it's also what makes 2000 so fucking fun you know yeah i that's always the thing. Every time we do a 2000 song, which we've obviously done two, two weeks in a row, but it just, and so I've listened to it a lot in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. It's just like, yeah, this is the one. This is still the one for me. It's like, it, this is still my favorite album. Like as much as I have this emotional connection to an outcome, the wolves and life won't wait has really grown on me. It's still rancid. Like there's just something they, they caught something really special and I can't, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, well, who knows what we'll ever see again from them, but that's. Yeah. Yeah. Just if they'll ever re- outdo it. I, I also just, every time I listen to it, especially the, some of these more iconic songs that I remember hearing for the first time. And I don't remember a lot from my teenage years, not because I'm like, a, I don't know what it's just, <laughs> I, for some reason, I'm not good with that. Um, I don't return to that a lot and not, I didn't have a bad yeah. childhood at all or anything, but um, I'm not good about recycling a lot of that but i have a very visceral memory of like it's also very important to me like the moment the time period like it was very weird that a band was going in this specific direction at the time it was very anachronistic and it was very like i don't Mm -hmm. know it was a weird choice right like and but then it was so good and everybody was kind of all my friends who were into it were like looking around being like why is this so good? Why is this so polite <laughs> and so fun and catchy? You know, it was such like a like confusingly great moment. And then like yep. Sing Sing Death House was around the same time. And there's kind of this moment yeah. of like really ripping kind of hard rock albums like from, you know, that kind of crew. And that were just right. like 
kind of too good for their own, you know, like to be believed, right. you know, and like. Right. And we were in this like heyday of like almost like again trying to get past this type of music, but like kind of kept getting pulled in, you know, like over here listening at the drive, more like post hardcore stuff. And like, but then Rancid's over here playing this street, you know, D beat stuff that's like, whoa, my God, like what? You know, and um, I don't know. There's something so of the moment for me too to them, like not forget too that, that it's like, I don't have a great, I'm obviously not very good at putting it into words, but like, like I, every time I hear it again, I'm like, yeah, there was that like moment in time part of this too that like I can't really escape the orbit of, you know. And it's so like it, even at the time, it felt like okay, this is this perfect diamond. I'm gonna put it over here. And then there's the rancid discography, you know. And I kind of still do that with this one where it's like, yep, there's 2000. It's over in its own column, you know. Yeah. Like it's not. It's like I can't even compare it to anything else. It's kind of perfect. It's amazing, and it and it moves me in a way none of the other ones even come close to. And then I have the conversation about the, all the other ones. And I don't know if I even mean that that it's higher. It's just so different. different. Yeah. And I know yeah. we've said that no, before, I, I but that. it's just like every yeah. time we come back to it, I'm just like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's almost like it's um, yeah, it's like on a different dimension. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm I'm measuring it on a different dimension than the other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that, I mean, I, I, I wasn't that into it when it came out. Like by 2000, yeah. I had very much moved on to other things. But as I would dip my toe back into the world of Rancid, and like, I mean, I'm sure I heard it when it came out. I don't know, 2000, I, that was a weird time in my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, like one, once I really paid attention to it, I mean, it just... That always makes me happy when you say you, we've kind of had this conversation before, but not to sorry to cut you off, but like that really does make me happy because I'm like I said, it's like almost hard to pull myself away from how much it makes me think of being a senior or sophomore, junior or something in, in high school and like mm -hmm. the friends I had and it was kind of one of the few good kind of periods in in my teenage years. It was like kind of this middle chunk that was really solid, and it's like you saying you came to it and also just had this visceral reaction. It's like, okay, good. It's not just all nostalgia. Yeah, no, I, I, cause I like, there was really not like all, all the sort of nostalgia for Rancid for me is like tied to outcome the wolves and let's go. Yeah. And, uh, cause I think the experience I had with those records is similar to the experience you had with like this mm -hmm. and uh, life won't wait probably. Um, but with this, yeah, I mean, I was like, I, I think I, I really started listening to it it was probably around the time I started doing like digitalis and stuff. And I started Foxy digitalis cause, uh, indestructible came out shortly after I'd started Foxy digitalis. And I was like, Oh, it's a new rancid record. I should write something about that. And I was like, Oh, I fucking hate this. Uh, <laughs> let me go back and remind myself why I liked rancid. And then I, and I remember thinking at the time, it's kind of like the, a similar experience that I had earlier this year with troublemaker, but it was like, Oh, well here's this other rancid album. That's like pretty like, I kind of missed. Mm -hmm. So let me, mm -hmm. let me go, let me check that out. And then it was like, holy shit, this like, and that made me, and, and this probably continues to this day, I guess maybe it's like ingrained in me, but that, that made me dislike indestructible even more. Yeah. Because I kind of, I, I think like it's kind of, you know, coming back to me here as we're talking about this, but I kind of 
came to those records around the same time like really like i'd heard 2000 prior to that but it you know i was sure. somewhere else and and so i yeah i think that really does color my I'm, well there's a, i'm not going to talk about indestructible today <laughs> we'll have another episode sometime i'm sure and and i'll get to anyway but yeah no i it's it's something else like i mean it's just it's there's nothing else like it in their discography i it's a it's funny because they've kind of this isn't it's not the first time they've sort of captured some sort of almost like otherworldly magic yeah i think of an outcome the wolves as being completely like that too like they're never gonna come back to that outcome the wolves but and and this feels like it's like they did it again but in a totally different different way yeah way that is yeah and so that's i mean that's really interesting so sorry i'm knocking things over over here sorry oh okay i was like uh everything all right over there (laughs) sorry um yeah so i don't know that's antennas fuck yeah right (laughs) yeah i mean antennas is great it's it's in the middle of an incredible <laughs> album and uh it's hard to it's hard to it, again it's like a hard to make fun of a clown sort of thing like it's like yeah this thing's great great things are great <laughs> right oh i can make fun of a fucking clown let me tell you. <laughs> I fucking hate clowns um okay well so to to go from a album that's great and everything's great so last week i kind of put down this challenge ish it's you know somewhat similar to the one you gave me about dominoes Mm. had to think about that less pick the best song from honor more pick the song you think we should talk about we just gotta crack the seal on on honor because we just we keep forgetting we're just not going to do it unless we force ourselves to do it Right, and and so we were both supposed to pick a song, and see what happened. I'm I'm so I'm going to let you go for. I had to go first last time. Sure. So I I picked um, up. A... Go ahead. Oh, I'm going to preface this. So I know a lot of people, especially who we've heard from on social media, like have a lot of love for this album, and have you know we've kind of bagged on it from the beginning and have told and have kept telling like no man you gotta do honor no honor's awesome honor and we've been like please tell us the song and no one's told us the song oh yeah and (laughs) after yeah no so you know so we had to take things into our own hands god damn it no but so this i well i this was hard yeah, this is, I I basically ended up throwing a dart kind of for a weird reason. <laughs> like uh, okay. I picked one that I I can talk about it if you want, but like yeah, I, mine it was very different than <laughs> roll the dominoes, <laughs> let the dominoes fall, <laughs> let uh, the dice fall, let the dice fall. Um, which is that one? I was like, oh, there's a clear like wow, there's some right. a good song on this. There's like one really good song. It's not even that great, but there's like one song I'm like, oh, that's a pretty damn good song. This one is like, there's a lot of mediocrity on this album mm-hmm. and a lot of trying to recapture the past mm-hmm. on this album. And it sounds like butts. 
It does. It does. It, yeah. It sounds like it, multiple it, butts. Yeah. It doesn't sound good. That, that multiple butts is a massive improvement over what this sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. To be honest, it doesn't sound good, and it, it sounds no. shockingly bad, and I don't know why. Um. So that it makes it hard. I. I don't think we need to convince people that we like Rancid and we would like more good Rancid songs. Yeah, in our I don't lives. think that's. I mean, yeah, like the you know, and before we get into the picks, like the biggest struggle for me was like, paying attention. Like I would put it on, you got it, yeah, and it just kind of and it's to me, it just felt like an album that's just kind of there and not in any sort of remotely interesting way. And then I, and so then I would just get distracted and start doing, that. Oh shit. I'm supposed to be. Exactly. Exactly. You, you nailed it. And then you pay attention and it's hard not to roll your eyes at, <laughs> right. At the right. tone of it. The, the tough guy isms, the, Oh, this God. might be Lars's worst album. Um, uh, I think definitely. I think definitely it's he's more present than on the previous one because he's kind of absent it feels like on the on the official version of on dominoes I think he's more on the on the uh, acoustic one Um, but he's he's in his worst you know like it feels like his solo albums he's in his worst uh, tendencies I feel like um he is a tough guy and he's going to violence and blah, 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 blah. And it doesn't feel backed up other than he just didn't know anything else to write in that moment. And, right. and maybe that's not real, but like, I don't know. The, the whole, the whole album just, it feels like a bunch of old guys trying to convince themselves that they're still like cool, young, tough guys. And it's literally called honors. All we know, which <laughs> know. is God. basically like, could be a dog whistle level of like, uh yeah prison gang level white supremacy you know, like like it feels like you you know a youth crew band from like 87's like 15th album coming out in 2007 saying like we're still relevant like it, it just feels like every bad tendency of bands when they run out of ideas in <laughs> certain types of genres it doesn't help that it like has the font from an outcome the wolves it's called an honor is all we know and then it's just is so looking back in a way that doesn't help doesn't help okay so we're oh, i didn't even i didn't even realize it had yeah, it yeah, has, like, yeah the, three, it, the ellipses at the beginning oh my god oh god yeah and yeah. it's the scratchy font i mean it is yep. i mean yeah. it's not like troublemaker doesn't have the first album like they did the same thing with troublemaker they tried to go back to the first album like it has the first album font for the first, you know. Um, sure. So like they, but it's, I, yeah. it's a better album. Anyways, it also has literally <laughs> okay. the thing I hate that they have the four guitars they've ever used and they never change them. Like it's like <laughs> it's like guys change your guitar. Like have fun, you know. Like anyway, yeah. the song I picked and I picked it because I think there was an opportunity for growth that um, Troublemaker they embraced a little bit more. Okay is um track 11 malfunction oh shit that's the one i picked oh really <laughs> yeah and, and i and i changed it today to that because i i was listening to it on the way home after i dropped my kid off at school and i and i was and i had the same thought i was like this is like the one song that it could have been something yeah that's exactly right I'm and, so impressed. And it doesn't quite get there. No, it's not. It it, it's it's recorded horribly. 
Oh God, yeah. It's uh, but it's and and it was also made, it was like and this is like rancid in that like we're a great American rock band mode. It's got like great. like a not great pinks like, or like who's the band that I would like? I mean, I guess like kind of the British punk sort of thing a little bit. You know, the Clash comes out a little bit on it, but it's a little yeah. more like angular and poppy and like kind of yeah. It, it's got a little bit of stretching into yeah other type of pop rock vibes you know 70s and 80s pop rock vibes and like it's fun and it's got a kind of idea behind it and it's it's trying to be kind of a i don't know like i don't know a thing like it, it, there's just something there and it's like yeah you kind of feel like a on, it's, on the right it's the up to no good of honor i think yes yeah 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 i don't, I don't know if it's i don't think it's as like good as up to no good but like it's yeah it's that it's the same and it's funny because through the first few listens i didn't really pick up on that and i think part of that was i was trying to like listen to it in order because you know i they yeah and try to they sequencing is a thing with them i whatever but i think it's like it's the part of the album where i've completely <laughs> tuned out and so this morning i had it on i put it on i was like i'm putting it on shuffle mm. and let's see if you know something else comes up and so this was the first song that played was the fucking title track, which just sounds like a shitty screeching weasel song to me. Oh, that's funny. It's oh my god, the guitar like lead part that is a screeching weasel fucking song, and it sounds like screeching weasels like nineties out anyway. And I love screeching weasel, but I can't whatever. I don't want Rancid to be screeching weasel. Um, and then this came on, and I was like, oh, I don't remember this. <laughs> I listened to the album like four times, and I don't remember. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, so yeah, no, I think that's good. I think there's, I think there's stuff to talk to talk about there. I think I have a feeling it's going to end up being a episode about the whole album because I can't imagine doing, you know, just like we we haven't we haven't gone back to dominoes. dominoes, yeah. I don't know that we'll, you know, we'll see. I don't know, maybe something will happen. But I'll, although um, I do feel like I'm starting to feel like you know, 40 episodes in, like I want a few more. Like, let's talk about why this song doesn't work versus well, like that's true. Uh, so this I, is cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but um, that is funny that you picked that same one. But yeah, exactly. It's got something. There's something in there, and and it it feels like on Troublemaker they were embracing a little bit more of that. Remember, we kind of talk about how they're like, trying mm-hmm. on not revolutionarily different hats, but they're trying on slightly different hats. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, also, I do think that this album had a couple songs that has that. Oh, this is a little bit more like that swing and utter sort of kind of punk street punk it's not as good as when they try that on troublemaker right it's like they're tr- it's like kind of like you see the hints of what could be Troublemaker. Uh, yeah i think so i think so and and I, I mentioned this to you in our g chat that like i have a theory as to why troublemaker lands for me so much oh yeah we'll, we'll, yeah stuff. but i'll get into that, we'll next get into week, that i don't yeah. want to there's already been um, like a half a review of this, but well, you know, whatever. How did we select it is interesting. So yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll do malfunction and uh, thank God we don't have to do two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm glad we picked the same one. Cool. Yeah, and it's and I'm glad I put it on shuffle because I don't know that I would have picked this otherwise because I didn't remember it and I don't know what I would have picked. I felt like it was a real stretch. I was like, I don't know. This is such a weird little part of this album, but it's like the one part. When I'm flipping through that, I go, oh, and then I go, eh, kind of falls apart, but it's got something, you know, there's meat on the bones, yeah. you know, here. So, yeah. 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 
Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, so everybody should be happy. We'll just uh, talk about honor. It won't make anybody happy because we're probably going to just talk shit about it. Um, in a very constructive and level-headed way, I'm sure. Uh, in the meantime, you can yell at us on Twitter and on Instagram at Rancid Pod. Twitter is still hanging on. Uh, so still don't have an email address. So that's okay. It's all right. <laughs> None of it matters. So, wow, that got dark really quick. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, thanks for listening and. Here we go. I'm ready to go. What do we right. say? What do you say? Okay, I got it. I got it. One t- <laughs> one take. One take. Don't, uh, yeah. Don't don't you worry. It will be one. Take. I have total confidence. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> sir. We're pros, man. Yeah. Uh, hello. You're listening to. <laughs> that was too. Man, you fucked that up, up real quick. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was. It was too picking up the phone. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello to our podcast. Hello. Can I help Hope you? you love it. <laughs>